And so I set a goal to retire by 35. I had no idea how I would do that. Spent the first couple of years trying to figure it out. And then during the 2007, 2008, like financial crisis where like the real estate bubble uh, popped, I actually saw an opportunity where everyone was getting out of real estate investing. I actually jumped in. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Strategy Show. I'm super pumped to have here with me Tom Sylvester, super experienced entrepreneur and advisors to thousands of entrepreneurs worldwide that especially now need advice more than ever. Hi, Tom. Hi, Simon. How's it going, man? How are you? Where are you right now? So I'm in Rochester, New York, uh, which basically uh, at the time of this recording, our whole state is on shutdown and, um, you know, just uh, staying healthy and uh, working with some business owners to help them navigate through these times. Cool. Can you tell our audience a little bit what you do, how you do it? Yeah. So basically, long story short, um, went to college for computer science. Uh, as I was looking to graduate, I looked ahead and I realized I had a bunch of debt I, had, uh, I didn't have a job yet. Uh, my wife was in the same position. And I looked ahead at my life and I was like, you know what? I don't want the life that's kind of laid out in front of me, which is work for someone the next 45 years, uh, be in debt, and not really have control. And so I set a goal to retire by 35. I had no idea how I would do that. Spent the first couple of years trying to figure it out. And then during the 2007, 2008 like financial crisis where like the real estate bubble uh, popped, I actually saw an opportunity where everyone was getting out of real estate investing. I actually jumped in. And so I built that business. Uh, a couple of years later, I said, you know what? Another crisis could happen. So what can I do to basically recession-proof myself? And so I opened a wine and liquor store. Uh, during this time, I also had a corporate job uh, where I was consulting with a lot of bigger companies. And I ultimately left my job at 32. My wife did the same thing. And then it was like, okay, this is great. We've taken care of our family, but like now what? And I, I kind of fell into this depression where I was uh, struggling because I didn't have a purpose beyond taking care of my family. And so non-entrepreneurs don't really understand this, but entrepreneurs do because we need something to be going after. And what I realized was that we were really good at building businesses that didn't require us. And when I looked out there at a lot of small business owners, they were struggling because they had built their business to get this life of freedom. But what they were actually doing is working more than ever and typically making less. And so my wife and I realized that there was a big opportunity to take what we had done and help other people really build a life of freedom by first understanding what they want that life to look like and then designing the business to make that happen. Man, when you say freedom, everything resonates in me because I'm also a freedom guy. And you know, you know we have the the Freedom Challenge and the Entrepreneur Freedom Facebook group, etc. And everything was about freedom. And then came the Corona crisis. How, how did it impact your, your surroundings, your clients, your business? Yeah, I mean, you know, it impacted everybody, whether it was directly where some businesses literally went from having a good business to overnight, events are canceled and they can't operate. Uh, for other businesses, it was like, all right, I still have a business, but I got to shift. And some businesses are actually thriving. And so uh, like going back to our businesses, our wine and liquor store is actually thriving during this time. And, you know, I, I have some people look at me and they're like, well, you guys are lucky. And it's like, well, no, what we did was when times were good, we thought about like, 
what's going to happen if times don't go well and how do we protect ourselves? Right. And so what we're kind of seeing now is that entrepreneurs that really, uh, realize we were in a good time and started planning for risks and what could happen if things turn bad are usually doing pretty well now in weathering the storm. It's the entrepreneurs that thought that the good times were always going to keep coming, didn't put cash away, didn't plan for um, some sort of recession are now the ones that are really struggling. You want to make your sales more repeatable and reliable? Do you want to have less volatility and more growth in your revenue per month? At Strategy Sprints, we do only one thing, strategy and sprints. Strategy means having more revenue through a better offer. And sprints means having more energy in your team every week. Check out if your ROI is as high as it is for most service-based and online businesses and startups we work with, which is over 100%. You can see it in just 15 minutes by going to strategysprints.com sales and completing our online exercise to know what your ROI would be with our accelerator program. We are ready to sprint. Are you? Let's, let's dig deeper there. So what are the things that now we need to consider? Now we are all alert, but we will forget in the new normal, we will forget and then maybe not manage so that we can manage all weathers. What are the, the key things that you say entrepreneurs should really look for in order to stay weather resistant? Yeah, well, you know, I, I think one of the most important things, and we've talked about this before kind of the recession hit, and it's still more relevant now than ever, really taking a step back and connecting with your vision. It's like, you know, what do you want your life to look like? What's truly important to you? And why did you start the business in the first place? Because for most people, the reason they started their business was that word we all love, freedom, right? And so now more than ever, when everything has shifted, it's a really good time to kind of take a step back and look at what is my personal vision? What is it that I want my life to look like? And then based on that, what is the vision for the business? And for a lot of businesses, the vision is now more powerful than ever. Um, we might just shift the strategy of how we achieve that right? So what we really have to do is understand where is it that we're going? And the shift that we have to make now is, uh, is the way that we're going to get there the same as it was before, or is it different? And usually it's going to be different in one of two ways. We're either going to continue to serve the same group of people, but we're going to tweak how we're offering our product or service and how we're messaging and positioning that to address their challenge right now. Or the, that group might not be relevant anymore, but we can take the products or services that we have and offer them to a different group that is thriving or really in need of that. So what this really comes back to now is understanding short-term, taking care of yourself, taking care of your family, reducing expenses, doing what you need to do to survive the short-term. But there's a huge opportunity that a lot of businesses are missing out on to really say, this is like there's going to be a huge shift coming forward and a lot of businesses are going to fail, but the ones that can weather this uh, can really look to come out of this thriving and, you know, set themselves up for success, uh, gain a whole new audience, uh, get access to really good people that maybe weren't available before. So now is the time for smart entrepreneurs to focus short-term to make sure you survive, but then think about what can you do now to set yourself up to thrive as we come out of this and as new challenges are really come up. What about hiring and building a great team versus being a solopreneur, which also is quite good 
and it, it's it's quite successful it's quite possible right now with technologies uh, and so sh should we should we hire less what's your take if you're a small company yeah so uh it comes down to a couple factors one is just how much cash you have so if you have uh you know extra cash because you've been putting it away and you've got a long runway now is an excellent time to hire if you've got a demand for it because more people than ever are looking for work um, and depending on what country you're in there's different packages that are actually there to support you that can actually fund some of that so it can be a really good time to hire but what it always comes back to is the vision right so one of the things that i always talk to people about is like when you're trying to figure out like how big to grow your business we want to go back to like how much money do you want to be taking out of it and what does that business have to look like to support your lifestyle? And so um, for some people, it might be keeping the business smaller. Maybe a half a million dollar business or a million dollar business is going to allow you to live the lifestyle you want. Maybe you're not working a ton. You're able to take enough money out and that's good for you. For other people, uh, depending on their lifestyle and some of their goals, maybe they need to build a $5 million business. So what it really comes down to is, what is it you're trying to achieve personally? And then what does the business have to look like in order to do that? Beautiful. Did, did you see some entrepreneurs who were happier before when doing less money? Like for example, they were doing 600,000 but they had a great life and then they built the company and now they make two millions but are miserable? Oh, 100%. Um, it was one company I work with that just stands out. Uh, they thought their goal was to just keep getting bigger, keep getting bigger. And so they ended up getting to, uh, I think like 5.2 million, uh, they did in one year and their staff went from, uh, like 15 people up to like 52. And then, uh, they ended up losing about 250,000 that year. So they had a lot more complexity. Um, they ended up losing money and then one of their big contracts got canceled and they had to lay like 30 people off. And I basically went back to them and said, all right, well, so one, let's kind of learn from this. But two, a, a big lesson here is that you guys could do a lot less work and have a lot less complicated business and actually make more money um, than what you're trying to do now, which is to scale to, because you feel like you need to scale rather than like building the right size business to, to support your goals. Beautiful. We all know that working in sprints is better, but how do we know what we should work on? You're in luck because we have a 15-minute exercise that will give you complete clarity on where to take your project next. Go to strategysprints.com sales to complete our short exercise and meet one-on-one -on -one with an expert sprint coach to identify your number one bottleneck. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed that episode of The Strategy Show. Make sure to like this video below and subscribe so that you can stay up to date with every episode of The Strategy Show. Get daily CEO tips from CEOs for CEOs.